We're gathered here this afternoon to support and to nourish the quality of heart and mind known as metta, usually translated as uh, loving-kindness or loving-friendliness. I'm assuming that, that most of you are familiar with this quality and Perhaps most of you have also practiced this type of meditation, so I'll have a review. It would be perhaps a little bit short, but just to make sure that we're all together here. You could say that metta practice is a practice of uh, unbinding the heart unfettering the heart or opening the heart. We're, quality, we're, we're cultivating this kind of unbound heart. And when the heart is not bound by greed, by anger, when it's not bound, it naturally has this quality of friendliness. So we're really you could say, discovering our own heart of friendliness that's already there. Or sometimes I say that we are cultivating the pathway into this quality in our heart. Usually metta is described as a supportive practice for our vipassana practice, our insight practice. One teacher friend of mine recently told me, however, that, that he had heard that, that some early, some scholarship is uncovering um, the possibility uh, that in the earliest teachings that the metta practice was seen as an equal practice with the mindfulness or insight practice, and that it was also considered a liberation practice. So who knows, but I know that in my own heart, it's definitely um, a practice that, that frees the heart. And that breaks down the, you could say, the, the barriers of separation between ourselves and others, between ourselves and life, between ourselves and all things. The way that I like to have us practice metta is uh, very embodied, you could say. It's, it's, it's trying to understand what that quality means, not on an intellectual level, but on a visceral level, through our whole body, all the way down to the cells. So we set up conditions through the practice that open up this possibility that our whole being can know this kind of infusion with kindness. One time my teacher Michelle was talking to one of the monks that we visit a lot in Burma called the Happy Monk. And you may have heard of him from Greg. <laughs> um, and she said to him, uh, I'm about to talk on metta. Could you give me some um, 
whatever you have to say about metta. And his response was he just started patting himself going metta, metta, metta. So this is the way I like to think of learning metta, starting with ourselves, right, is this metta all throughout our being. And then when we know that within ourselves, when we really know that quality, then sending it or sharing it or hanging out in it with others becomes um, the natural expression of our heart, the way our heart wants to go. I also asked Happy Monk about metta once. I, well, I didn't ask him about metta. I got a metta answer. I asked him why he was so happy, which I thought was a really important question to ask. Why are you so happy? One of the happiest people I've ever met. And um, I thought he'd give me some kind of wisdomy answer. <laughs> and he said, because my heart is free of ill will, which is how metta is sometimes described. My heart is free of will. Well, he said, I have no ill will towards you, and I have no ill will towards anyone, and I have no ill will towards the snakes. And he went on like that for a while. <laughs> so the absence of ill will, as I said earlier, that gives space for the heart's natural um, tendency towards kindness to emerge. That's what's there when we take ill will away. I think of metta practice as an exploration of the heart. So as most of you know, we sit down to do metta practice and sometimes metta is what emerges. We are trying to encourage that quality. But sometimes what we find is the secret beliefs or the conditioning or the tendencies of the heart to, to protect, to close, so we really get a chance to explore our hearts and get to know them really well. That's what I think of metta practice. And so if what we see is not metta, if it is, for example, ill will, or if it is, for example, some kind of attached love, great, we're learning. We start to distinguish in our own hearts, um, for example, the difference between metta and attached love or self-centered well-wishing. We start to find the pathways when ill will emerges. We start to find the ways to alleviate it and to encourage metta instead. So it's, it's a real intimacy practice with our own heart. We don't need to worry if the information that we get or the exploration leads in ways that we didn't expect or think spiritually is how it's supposed to be. We get to know the heart and in that way we free the heart. We free the heart through understanding. So I'll say a few words about how we're going to do it. Um, Hopefully so we can have fewer words once we begin the practice. 
So there's two ways, two ways to do metta. One way is with phrases. Many of you would be familiar with that way. And I will drop them in a few times. And then there's a way that's wordless, that we don't use words. We just find ways of um, sparking the flame of metta and then letting it grow. We're going to start with ourselves today, and we'll do a couple of ways. You can really see what works best for you. So starting with um, cultivating this quality of kindness within, and also to really familiarize ourselves with it, to know it. And then we will move into sharing it with somebody easy, very easy. One of the ways I like to do it when we receive it for ourselves is to receive it from somebody or some being that we know sees the best in us or has seen the goodness in us or delights in us. So you might want to take a moment now if you can, if you wish to contemplate who this person or being might be. Sometimes this in itself is a practice. Sometimes people say there's nobody. (laughs) But you wouldn't be here if there was nobody. You wouldn't be strong enough. So it might be a beloved grandparent or it might be a teacher. It might be a pet. Sometimes dogs are pretty good at looking at you adoringly. Cats don't always do quite as well, but I have heard they can work. (laughs) Spoken from a cat person. Um, I, um, at times I have used my my godchildren, who when I was, um, when they were little, I was younger, (laughs) they were little, I would go over to their house and it'd be like, Becca! I was the best thing that, was definitely on the ticket, the best thing on the ticket. And so um, maybe there's grandchildren. It's somebody who just adores you or has adored you. I even used my 10th grade school counselor. He thought I was the best and he had the kindest way of looking at me. I only knew him one year, that's all. So it doesn't have to be any particular kind of person or being. And there's also the option of somebody iconic, like the Buddha, the Dalai Lama, Mary, if there's some other Kuan Yin, if there's some um, iconic figure you can think of that works better for you than somebody you know or some being you know. So when we get to that in the meditation, we're going to practice receiving from this person, metta. Okay, I think that's enough words for our intro. Many of you have already settled in, but if you haven't, we can 
And please be comfortable. It's really, really helpful with metta to be comfortable. So we can start by feeling our bodies sitting here and perhaps appreciating them. Metta arises from seeing the good, so we're orienting towards the good. We're going to keep orienting towards the good, so appreciating this body that is um, strong enough and healthy enough, has us here, has us meditating. Works hard. Perhaps this feeling of kindness comes from that appreciation, and if this kindness arises, enjoy it. You can allow it to spread throughout the body. So continuing with this body oriented theme, we can do a body scan as Greg had us do this morning at the beginning of the sitting. And we can go down through the body and wish well to different parts of the body, wish metta. Seeing if we can absorb it or let it in. So perhaps the top of the head, a sense of friendliness to our awareness. And maybe the face, happy. Back of the head and the neck, happy. May you be happy. The shoulders. Down through the arms and the hands. Just a gentle wish for happiness and well-being. Appreciation. Kindness. And then the upper back and the chest. Middle back, abdomen, stomach, happy, peaceful, healthy. Down the lower back and the hips. thighs, it's 
Sometimes I experience it as kind of relaxing into receiving kindness. We can't try too hard. It doesn't work that way. But we can relax into that receptive willingness to let in friendliness and kindness. down through the knees and the lower legs. All the way down to the feet. May you be happy. This is one way to cultivate metta. If you really connect with it, you can continue with it or explore it also at at different sitting. This sense of just wishing well through the whole body and letting it in down to the cellular level, this warmth and flow of kindness. using words and phrases if that supports. And now if you wish to experiment with this receiving metta from this being or person who knows the best in you, who sees the good in you, either somebody you know or an animal. Some people have used a tree or somebody iconic like Kuan Yin, Buddha, Mary. So you can picture this being in front of you or have a sense of them if if imaging doesn't work well for you. perhaps see their eyes, perhaps their eyes express their kindness and delight in who you are, in your being. And feeling their their goodwill, their well-wishing, their delight in who you are in yourself. Perhaps you can feel the metta as a stream coming from them towards you. And then we see if we can let it in. What's it like to receive that, to let it in So if there is some sense of this warmth or metta, enjoy it. It may just be simple, a simple wish to be well.
And if it wanes, we can go back to the image and see perhaps the eyes again or whatever helps us remember this being's goodwill, this being's love. And if the first being isn't really kind of making it, you can audition somebody else. (laughs) So I'll give you some time in silence to explore this. Perhaps his being is saying metta phrases for you. May you be happy. May you be safe and protected. May you be peaceful.
remembering that when it wanes, there's the practice of coming back to whatever rekindles the spark of kindness. Whatever reminds us of our own goodness. The practice of letting that in, letting in the kindness. We remember with metta to gently ease our way, that the way we do metta can itself be kind, not having demands on our heart 
but rather a respectful relationship, one where we explore and while encouraging metta, letting the heart speak getting to know it intimately. And so if we wish now, we can shift to ourselves, uh, sending or extending this kindness, this friendliness. And to do this, it's best to choose somebody uh, uncomplicated Maybe the same person or being, maybe somebody different. But somebody uncomplicated, when we think of this person or being, we just naturally feel delight. It's not always the people closest to us because they can be complicated. But again, it could be a pet, it could be a favorite relative, teacher. And so again, we can bring this person or being to mind and may right away notice that our hearts open and feel friendly just thinking of them or bringing them to mind. Or we can prime metta a little bit by thinking or reflecting for a few moments on their delightfulness, what It's so easy about them to connect with, to enjoy. And so then we notice the heart, how the heart responds to that appreciation. And if there's a sense of friendliness or kindness, we can enjoy that. It's a way of extending it. Maybe we just hang out in that feeling with this person, hang out in a field of kindness, or perhaps we extend it like a stream towards them, towards the image of them. Or perhaps for us, using a phrase or phrases helps, helps prime the healing of metta. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. Strong and healthy. May you live with joy and ease. So finding the way that works best for you. And when the feeling wanes, to find that way that sparks it again, either through contemplating this person, briefly contemplating their loveliness or seeing an image of them or bringing in a phrase or two. And of course, the mind wanders at time. We come back to 
to this cultivation of metta as our home base. If the person gets too complicated or sticky, let them go for now. Go to somebody easier. We really want to find the easiest being in order to really deepen and strengthen this quality and then we then we can extend it to more complicated or annoying beings. But starting very easy. Very simple.
If you find it gets a little complicated or scattered, it may be useful to use the phrases as a way to gather the attention around metta. So really experimenting with what's helpful to both spark the metta and to nourish it to continue.
for the last portion of our metta sitting. This afternoon we can extend metta outwards, starting with our fellow meditators here in the hall. We can take the feeling of friendliness and radiate it, filling this room, appreciating each other as we journey together. May you be safe and protected, happy and peaceful. May you be strong and healthy. May you take care of yourself with ease and joy. So wordlessly or with words, whatever works for you, The gentle wishing well. Further outwards to include the staff. It's taking good care of us, the cooks and office folks, housekeeping, facilities, administration. and the other beings on this land, seen and unseen, the chipmunks and flies and bear, deer, fox, chickadees, nuthatches, Perhaps the frogs buried, burying themselves in the ponds, and the fish. The devas. Appreciating that the beings on this land are sharing it with us. That we're living together for this period of time. Wishing them well. Outwards, this community of Barry and the state of Massachusetts, letting the metta spread without discrimination in all directions, this country. North American continent, this planet Earth, this beautiful blue-green jewel, all the beings on this planet, wishing them all well. And then we extend the metta in all directions with no limits, boundless, wishing all beings safety, well-being, happiness, and freedom.
We can end with this radiating in all directions. Or some people come back to themselves for the last minute just for a sense of grounding, whichever is best for you. So we have time for walking before uh, dinner, light dinner, and um, if you want to Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.